Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. VIP coming live from the VIP. Heard the nightlife, lost life with that. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. This is Locker Room Guys, brought to you by Real App. Real App is a sports gambling app that helps you with gambling advice and trends, including player props, spreads, over unders. You name it, they got it. If you want to win some bets, download the Real App. They're app store for free today. Oh, that was Time. Anyway, Lou, how are the bets? Uh, I, I did good this week. I I should always be prepared when you say that because I never am. It is every single week here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, give me a little bit. It doesn't help. One, it's not two, on the agenda. three. Four and two. All but, right. Flu game Luke. But, yeah, literally. <laughs> I was I was so pissed. We got done with Saturday night, and I'm just like, fuck. Like, Luke, flu game. Like, I should have just followed every bet you had. But, um, but like, one of them, I guess technically you take out one of them because it was a hedge. Because And you can take out Texas because I jinxed the fuck out of you, <laughs> which we'll get to that so game. but. But no, so I had that dog parlay, West Virginia money line, <laughs> Louisville money line, Vandy money line. Vandy wins somehow, West Virginia wins, so it comes down to Louisville. So I just hedged it with Clemson uh, money line, and they ended up winning. But that was a pretty good day, pretty pretty profitable day. But uh, anyway, of course, we're going to start off with the NFL. Kind of a big week, but here we go. Football! So let's start off with my Pittsburgh Steelers. Here we go. You know how much I missed hitting that fucking button? Only like three times got to do it. But, yeah, we beat the Saints, black and gold in Super Bowl, my fucking ass. But uh, Steelers fans, like, we knew we were going to win this game. Unfortunately, with their schedule, this is probably their last win, like, for a while. But, I mean, Najee played really good. Kenny made some nice throws. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this is just like a Band-Aid game on our schedule to make it look at least a little bit better than what it'll be because, I mean... The mm-hmm. Saints are just so fucking bad, and the Red Rifle will always own him in Pittsburgh. So there you go. Steelers beat Saints. Yeah, I don't know why they don't um, start Taysom Hill or even, like, Jameis Winston. Yeah, if they started Taysom Hill, it would be fucking awesome. It would be fun. Like, end. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would just be, like, it'd be more fun, too. It'd, oh, yeah. Like, you're not you're not going to win with any Dalton. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, you might like, as well put asses in seats. Yeah, or even Jameis Winston would put asses in seats because he can – he can never. You never know with him. Exactly. He could pop off and beat any team in the league just because he's James Winston. But yeah, no. I mean, Steelers should have won this game. And they did. Getting T.J. Watt back obviously helps. But it's it's just so funny because like the narrative with like I know Steelers fans just it's true. Like they're not wrong. But, like the record without T.J. Watt and the record with him. Yeah. The first game he's back, they play the fucking Saints. Yeah, I mean it <laughs> so, definitely like, helps. It's just funny. Like that's it's just funny because that's like. He he misses the gauntlet you guys go through, and then the first game back is the Saints. So it's like that's just funny. Yeah, and like I saves his record. I mean, almost. I get like the Saints like thought process. They're like, okay, all we need is game manager to be the Steelers team. So let's just keep fucking Andy Dalton in. Andy knows the Steelers, you know. But yeah, it's uh, if this game was in New Orleans, though, we probably lose by at least touchdown. <laughs> but I mean, you look at the score of this game, twenty to ten, should have been twenty six to ten. Boswell didn't play. Some fucking Mike Wright guy decides yeah. to come in, and I he goes up for, like, his first field goal, and I go, please don't miss Wright, because if his last name's Wright and he misses Wright, that's just fucking terrible. Misses left, so I'm like, all right, Mike left, here we go. And, I mean, 
he had an okay game. He made, I think he went two for four, but what the fuck ever. Uh, anyway, next game we have Bears versus Lions. Bye, Bears. So, uh, are the Lions elite, Luke? I mean, no, I know terrible. I know you weren't real big on the Lions, but they did just put a stop. To, you can't uh, tell me that they're better than the Bears. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Fields, another 147 on the ground. Uh, back-breaking interception to Jeff Akuda, mm-hmm. but then the very next drive just breaks out a huge rushing touchdown. Um, unfortunately, again, though, we see the Bears losing because the rest of their team is just incompetent. It's actually crazy how... Like he, he, the only person that's playing good football right now is Justin Fields. No Cold one that, met. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's two man show right now. Like we're, we're running the ball. We're not running the ball great. We're running the ball good. Fields. Cole Komet's the only guy that's really playing good on the offensive. Like the wide receivers, the defense is all horrible. It's just a one man show pretty much though right now. And I mean we we miss a PAT is how we lose the game. That kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, but like that, like we said, like this is almost like these. I'd rather I want to be I'd, like games you want to win are like the Lions and like bad teams, but you also, but then again, you don't want to win against like good teams when you're in a bear situation. But I wanted to win this one because like they're the Lions. But yeah, same, you've been shitting on them all year. At the same time, it's like, oh, well, we lost to them. That almost you could almost reverse it. Be like losing to bad teams could be good because then we're kind of getting a leg up on them in the draft. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you look at it that way, I mean, I don't really care this season. I just want to see Fields do really good, and he continues to break records well, yeah, the dream, week in, week the out. The dream scenario, like Big Cat always, going into the season, was talking about it, he's like, as long as the Bears, as, as long as Justin Fields looks good, and then at the same time we suck, like that's a perfect season for Jack you guys. Jack said it perfectly, like, how many weeks ago? Five or six weeks ago. We need to be in every game with a chance to win and lose. Yep. But I don't want... Not in the chance to win sense that we have the ball and a chance to win because then it's like, well, we can't get it done. Like, we can't drive down the field, which that could come with weapons. But, like, I always – I'm thinking – I had an interesting thing came up. They said if you were the Dolphins right now, two was playing out of his mind, obviously. But would, like, put two on the Bears, he'd be terrible. But And then you put – Fields on the Dolphins, but he wouldn't be as good as Tua. So I, you know, it's like weird. I also how feel the, the same time though are. that only a running quarterback could be able to make this offense work. That's why I just. That's, that's a, why yeah. I. That's yeah. why I said the thing with put Fields on the Dolphins. He's not going playing as good as Tua is. But then you put so it's like that. My point is, it's Fields can make just shit happen without any weapons. He doesn't need weapons for him to play good. But in the day. He's doing this without any weapons. Imagine you give him some something to throw to, something to block for him. Like he's gonna be that much better, uh, which ne- we're gonna get. So uh, the next game, though, Vikings versus Bills. Uh, everybody's calling it the game of the year. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I thought the Steelers game was way more entertaining than this one. So it's not even the game of the week. But uh, so many fucking bizarre things happen in this game that I can't even invest in the Vikings hype yet. Like you just the the plays in this game are just fucking outrageous. Like I was. Like, as I'm, like, watching this game, I'm like, it just nothing made fucking sense to me. And, I mean, the Vikings end up winning. But, I mean, a lot of people point the fingers at Josh Allen again. Like, this is, I think this is so fucking ridiculous. Like, I get it. It's his fault they lost this game. Yeah, but it's also his fault that they're even in this game. So, I mean, it's, it goes fucking both ways. Like, he's, everything, everything that builds their success, it all runs through him. 
Yeah, but and if he gives you thirty points, I mean, you can your defense allowing thirty three at home. Yeah, you you gave him thirty points and he turned the ball over three times. Yeah, that's a pretty good point. Yeah, so you could add forty out of that. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he's he he leads the league in interceptions. Gunslinger. I think he leads the league in turnovers in the red zone. That's not oh, gunslinging. He's gotta, yeah, he's got. That's not gunslinging. And there's one more stat. I forget. Uh, uh, times ran without sliding. Uh, probably, but it, it's like <laughs> this narrative is like people just think Josh Allen's the best thing ever to happen to walk the face of the earth. Is he's not he he's net he I don't know he just doesn't like he's never won an overtime game. Yeah. So that's like I don't care. Oh, he doesn't get the chance. There's one game where he didn't get the chance to put the ball. Yeah. And he lost to a better quarterback. So it's like this narrative of Josh Allen being like the next coming of Jesus is got to stop. He's just. He's still flawed. Like, he still makes dumb mistakes, like really stupid mistakes. Still really fucking good, though. Yeah, he is very good. He's yeah. still a top five quarterback, but to put him, like, to keep everyone set, like, to even compare him to Patrick Mahomes right now is just ridiculous. Mahomes is putting him, Mahomes loses his best receiver, and week in, week out, he he's an MVP. He's leading MVP right now. Yeah. He loses the best receiver in the NFL. No, yeah, I so mean, like it's, that, the argument's got to stop. If, Josh any, if anybody's got Josh Allen, same conversation as Patrick Mahomes, that is fucking wild. No, he, he's not. You, Josh Allen is, like, he's, he did this last year, too. Uh, Nick Wright, uh, obviously a big Chiefs fan, but he said it. He said, last year he started off so good, leading MVP. Oh, they beat the Chiefs, oh, big deal. And they lose, like, two bad teams in a row. Yeah. Like, this is what, just what he does. He's, like, he's so inconsistent because of that. I don't know. He just tries to make too many plays. He's just not. He's just careless with the ball, too. He, say he's a gunslinger. Patrick Mahomes is a gunslinger. He doesn't turn it over. No, he did in the playoffs this year. That's why the fucking Bengals had a cakewalk oh, to how, the Super Bowl. Who, how'd they? Who how, who'd the Chiefs beat to get there? Who did they beat? The Chiefs? Who'd the yeah, Chiefs beat, beat the to Bills. get to yeah, the yeah, Bengals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. There you go. Point rest. <laughs> yeah. So no, um, it's just dumb. Like I, I, I still. I mean, I like Josh Allen, but I just don't think he's in the conversation with Mahomes. And I don't, it's going to be a long about, way to get to him. Let's talk about the Vikings, though. Where are you feeling with them? Because I'm still not confident in them. They shouldn't have won this game. Like, oh no, yeah. The it, you can't. They fumble. This is another uh thing. People thinking that they should have taken a safety is stupid. I what I said is. Go and shotgun, and you have Josh Allen. If you think he's so good and you trust him, he can do something. At least run around and throw it throw away, away yeah. or maybe try to do something. Like you know what I mean? Like you have four. You're gonna. You're but gonna, at the same you, time, you have Josh Allen. You can uh, quarterback sneak. Is what yeah, you, you have Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. You make one complete pass and you win the game, though. Yeah, you know yeah, that's a pretty good point. So. And everyone, in, you know that's a QB sneak, so it's not like the Vikings, like, you know, it's right there, and then he fumbles a snap, so, like, the Vikings get so bailed out with that. That was just well, unfortunate. And I, the whole, like, thing with, you know, Jenna being the best wide receiver in football, I mean, I'm not going to, like, argue against it. We weren't but, talking like, about it last I think, week. I think it also helps that uh, his quarterback is Kirk Cousins, and he's not, let's say, the best quarterback, and he just gives him these balls to make incredible catches with. Yeah. And like, like Devonte Adams was never making like these <clears throat> spectacular fucking catches with Rodgers thrown to him. Need but like, to. when you just get the ball like somewhere in your vicinity and go up and make a play, like Jenna's doing, it's yeah, he's. I think it's so. Funny. I think it helps a lot that he just has Kirk Cousins throwing him the ball yeah. and they're not accurate. And I think it's so funny that last week 
no one really having the conversation. Everyone thought Tyree Kill was the best, probably. Yeah. And then Tyree Kill has one bad game where he has 44 yards. Chetta has one good game where those 197 puts up 193, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's the best quarterback running or wide receiver now." It's like, well, you can't just flip it week by yeah. week. Like that's not well, how it works. Tyree Kill had a touchdown, but yeah, I'm, it's just like that's what I don't get. But no, Vikings, I still. The way they went, like they the way they won this game, yeah, they won. Good for them, but it just doesn't seem like it's gonna it can withstand in like a playoff environment. Uh, next game we have though Cowboys versus Packers. You know, for how good that song is, I really miss playing it. What was it? A five week fucking lose streak? Yeah, yeah. I mean, feels. Looks I didn't good. miss see it, it at all. See <laughs> but uh, anyway, the Cowboys coming to Lambeau has to be like one of the hardest games the Cowboys can possibly ask for. I mean, they they have a really good rivalry there. Like you know, them fucking uh, Packers fans are probably just all over them. Uh, I mean, Lambeau that kind of situation's got to be so tough to win in. They played a great game, but they just blew it. Uh, I mean, if Aaron Rodgers is on the other side, especially with Christian Watson playing this good, like the Packers, I mean, they just played a great fucking ball game. Like, to come back like that, like, you would think you probably would have chalked it up at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Like, oh, yeah, the Packers are fucking losing this game, but I give it to them coming back and winning. Yeah, the biggest, like, Rodgers actually looked like he wanted to be there. Like, he enjoyed it. Yeah. And they ran the ball. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. That's, and they, like, and the biggest difference I saw, And you can't too. say they were up the whole game, either. They were literally losing by 14. Right. Do you see that 195-0? and 0? The Cowboys are as a franchise up fourteen points in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I, that, that is shocking. One hundred ninety-five and like one. Tony Romo would be like that type of quarterback to blow it. One hundred ninety-five and one now, but yeah, I mean Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers actually looked like he wanted to be there. Uh, Christian Watson made some actually plays this game. Three touch. Four of his catches were touched. Three of them. Three of his four catches were touchdowns. But I, I don't know. Like they actually showed some life. That's like biggest thing. And maybe it was because they were playing the Cowboys. They need a little spark because, like, that's it's kind of turned into a rivalry over the years because they've always those two teams have been consistently good. Well, then you had the Mike sense. McCarthy in it, right. and everything like that. So yeah, and going to Lambo, Mike McCarthy coming to Lambo, but no, it was a good game, and yeah, no, I I just don't think Dak Dak's really good, but he's just not a guy that's like gonna win you like a Super Bowl. I don't, you know, yeah, don't he's not a quarterback because he's not a game managing quarterback where you're like, oh we have a good defense, we have a good run game, we can get by. He's, like, in between that and a superstar, and it's yeah. like a weird spot to be in. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've never been able to wrap my head around Dak. Still it's can't. so hard. Well, like, and did something happen to Zeke in this game? I don't think he played at all. Okay. Or no, 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 he did play. I don't know what happened. I don't know. Uh, Tony Pollard, man, he's he's yeah. fucking, he's something. But uh, anyway, we have Seahawks versus Bucks. Tom Brady in a different country. I mean, one of the deepest bags alive. Uh, I was... Didn't know Leonard Fournette was coming back, but in my notes I put, sorry, Leonard Fournette, but Rashad White's going to be a stud, mark my words. Um, <laughs> I have Rashad White in all my fancy leagues because I'm so confident in him going into the year. He had a really good game, 105 on the ground. Uh, the Bucks, they are another one of those teams, kind of like the Packers that just looked like alive for this game, actually. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. We got to see kind of the Geno Smith we all know and love. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's all I have for this game. I think it was. I think it was that uh, that like, atmosphere that Ger- that Germany game. It, it was pretty sick. Like you, you could hear they were playing music, and all the every song they played was like 
bangers from the U.S. It was awesome. <laughs> like they played Country Roads, and the whole entire stadium sang it. They ended. They played Sweet Carolina when the game was over. It was like in the. They were interviewing Tom Brady while Sweet Carolina was playing, and you couldn't even hear Tom Brady because the whole stadium was still packed. And it was after all the handshakes and everything. They interviewed him. It was, like, crazy. The place was electric because, obviously, it's different than, like, England when they play in, like, London and shit. This is, like, it's Germany. They they just felt like they were way more, like, crazy Well, Germany's the king of beers. I mean, they had, like, a dynasty at beer fest. Yeah, so it was, like, they were just, they loved it. Every second of it, they ate that up. I also think that kind of helped, like, Tom Brady, too. He definitely looked like he was, he loved it. Even after the game, he said it, too. He goes, this was awesome. Like, it was an awesome experience. And coming from him, you think he'd be like, oh, well, you know, coming all the way over here. But, no, he loved it. Seahawks played good, I thought. They just kind of some mistakes down the stretch. But Yeah, I definitely think Seahawks still, They're a good still team like them still. as a team. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next game, though, Dolphins versus Browns. Uh, Dolphins beat the Browns literally at their own game. Uh, Mike McDaniel in the gold chains and the Roly. I mean, it's just so fucking awesome seeing him in Miami. I'm going to say it every week I see it. But uh, Tua, undefeated as a starter. I don't know, but uh, I feel like I told you guys to quit sleeping on him for a really mm-hmm. fucking long time. Now that he has targets, like what I fucking said, with an offensive-minded coach, like what's fucking happening? I, I mean, I just love to say that I called it. And he spread the ball out like a lot. Yeah, I mean... Waddle had some big catches, but he didn't have many yards. It was I mean, the highest. Waddle had the most yards, 66. Yeah, then he had like four receptions, too. Or think about there. that. He had 66 as his most, and two of three for 285. Yeah. So it was like it was five. It was four catches, four catches, four catches, five catches, four catches, two. two. It was like it was just spread out so evenly distributed. So you can't be like, oh, well, yeah, he just throws the two guys. No, he spread it out this game, and they put up 39. That's what they do. They put up 30-plus every single game they play. They're a good fucking team. They're leading the division now. And they already have a leg up on the Bills. Yeah, fuck. That, that is a really good point. Um, yeah, that division is going to be so super, like, yeah. super interesting all, to see how that goes down. All four teams in the playoffs right now. Yeah. Then uh, the next year. Oh, that reminds me. The Nick, right, they were talking about this morning. He said something about, well, he we still don't want to go to Buffalo. He goes, or something about seeing Buffalo, Kansas City. He goes, you know, yeah, they'd be lucky to play Kansas City in the playoffs at this rate. And they go, they're like, what do you mean? They're going to make you guys, they're a six seed. We don't know if they're going to make it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, going back talking to about the Bills. Going back to the Bucks thing, too. Nick Wright was talking about this. Uh, Tom yeah, Brady. A, get a good point, though. Yeah, that was scary. That's scary. Tom Brady, to if he goes to the play, if the playoffs happen right now, he would play at quarterbacks such as Geno Smith, Daniel Jones. Um, fuck, who else? Yeah, in like the first round. As I might, I might he, have he screenshot said, it. He said they sneak in at like eight and not, nine and eight or something like that. It's uh, it's actually yeah. He goes. They sneak in at like nine and eight. They get a they're like a la- seven seed. They win a wild card game against some shit team, or they win like uh that first round and they play like the two seed, and they just smoke like it's like it's just crazy to think about that Tom Brady's gonna get that low and he's just gonna play one of those quarterbacks that have never been there. Uh, Kirk Cousins, yeah. Jalen Hurts. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, there's he's like they're going to sneak in as a nine nine and eight team, and he'll probably run the table because no one's like been there. Because other than the Niners, I feel like all these guys are new, and the Packers sneak in too. Uh, then our next game we have Chiefs versus Jags. Uh, the Chiefs like started this game off really slow. And they looked just sloppy in general, but then at the same time, it's like, oh yeah, it's the Chiefs playing the Jaguars, and I mean that's all there is to say about this game. Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes throws for three thirty and four touchdowns again. 
Yeah, and it was like I said, it was still a really sloppy game, and it it's didn't like, fucking matter. It's insane how good he is, <laughs> and like the, there's always that thing. It's like go like anytime like someone does this good when they're this young, then we kind of get sick of it. So now they're trying to like Josh Allen favorite MVP. Oh, now it's this guy. Now it's Tua. Now it's Jalen. They just keep like rotating guys to try to find someone that can beat Mahomes to win MVP. Meanwhile, Mahomes just keeps doing his thing, throwing 330 yards, 300 yards, four touchdowns every single game he plays. And it's like, oh, well, no no one's going to touch me they because I'm the best. I, yeah. And and he's going to do it for how many more years? And the best part is, is Kadarius Tony on the Giants, they couldn't figure out how to use him at all. Fakes he had zero touchdowns in two years. Yeah. He had one one game with these. Like, that's just who... And you, it's just, that's just who the Chiefs are. They're going to make a guy. He's really – he's talented. Oh, he's, he's a second-year really guy. Good. He yeah. played two games last year, and he had, like, 100 yards in nearly both of them. It's ridiculous how good this team still is, and they just figure it out and just keep rolling because they have Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the next game we have, though, the G-Men versus the Texans. Uh, Saquon, 35 carries for a buck 52 and a touchdown. Uh, I want to say he's the best running back in the league, but if he keeps getting 35 touches a game, how fucking sustainable is this? Yeah, like, that helps with your – yeah, that obviously you're going to be best if you get 35 carries. But still, it's right? like Saquon, right. with all of his injury history, they cannot just keep giving him the ball like this. What happens when they – if he goes down, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. fucked. They'll probably lose out. <laughs> Like it's not like their running game is really good. It's their running back is yeah. really good. That's more of the thing. But Matt Breida ain't gonna be fucking beating the Texans. I just can't. I know it's the Texans still, but like they still beat the Texans by seven points in today's or NFL. Eight, I guess, but they're seven and two with Darius Slayton as their number one receiver. <laughs> in today's NFL, that's. Baffles me. And Kenny Galladay dropped another wide, like, yeah, I mean, drag he's route. So, he's just dropped he's it. He's just so fucking bad. Uh, the next game we have, though, Chargers versus 49ers. Uh, same shit, different week. The Chargers are hurt. And uh, Elijah Mitchell, welcome back. Uh, kind of made yeah. Christian McCaffrey's second fiddle there. Yeah, I think I think he probably just rode the hot hand, honestly. Yeah, fuck like, it. Because I don't think Shanahan gives a shit who his running backs are. That's obviously been a... That's obviously shown his for his with his past. He could get any running back in the entire league. You could he could get a high school running back and throw him in a in his system, and they if they're hot, he's just keep giving them the ball, and they're gonna be really good. So yeah, and Debo is just like not in this offense anymore. I yeah, I mean they just it. don't they need him. They usually just use. I think they just use him as a distraction now. Yeah, fuck it. Ayuk's well. their it's best one receiver. Hell of, one hell of a decoy. Yeah, and Brandon Ayuk last year was just they hated him. I thought like I thought they shunned him like literally. And now he's their best receiver. Yeah, and you know uh, George Kittle's on this team too. Yeah, him too. Yeah, and he's healthy. Right. <laughs> it's just crazy. And the Chargers just need to get their guys healthy, back yeah. because it's like yeah, fucking Herbert's doing everything he can. Herbert it feels Herbert like is, Herbert's throwing to just a bunch of band aids. Like it's he's fucked. Like yeah, it, it's hard. Uh, next we have a Brady Mahomes teams of the week. So I had a redo our soundboard because we have a bunch of college basketball shit I'd put in there. So I accidentally lost uh, my my slide with all the transitions. Mid. But, yeah, mid. I'm going to do it with all the ones in my mouth, too. But uh, Rams versus Cardinals. Uh, if Colt McCoy comes into a game, you are fucked. 
He's the exact opposite of Kyler, and if you didn't game plan for him, you're going to lose this fucking game. Horns up. Like, exactly. Like, Colt McCoy is the perfect backup quarterback in this offense because you're like, well, we didn't plan for a fucking pocket passer, and he's just good enough to win you a game. And I know the Rams, they had their backup quarterback in too, but the Rams also fucking suck. So, yeah, both of these teams just blow right now. And um, what's his name? Cooper Cup got hurt. Yeah. So that their season's done. Mm-hmm. Officially done. Yep. Um, I think Sean McVay is gonna be like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna retire too. Yeah, I would. ESPN, ESPN Plus put out a seven tier group of uh, all the teams in the NFL and like rank them on like how likely they are to get to the Super Bowl. Bears and Steelers and uh, Rams were all in this category called rest up for 2023. Right. Exactly. But it it's sucks because just... the Rams don't have a draft pick until probably like what the seventh round. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I, I heard a good point that I th- that um, that Rams Super Bowl that is probably just it's going to be the most forgotten Super Bowl. Yeah, just a one and done. Well, cause it's like it, it wasn't really though. like a Rams Bengals. It wasn't like a. No one expected it. It wasn't like two. It wasn't a fun team necessarily. The Rams weren't really. Yeah. Because they had Stafford. They they were old. They bought and their Odell team. Odell got hurt right away. Anyway. Yeah. They. It was a team that was bought. It wasn't like built up. So you their not, Super Bowl no. MVP was a white receiver. It's just gonna be like. Excuse me. One of those like oh who won that year? It's like oh the Rams. Oh yeah, I do kind of remember that. It was just like a weird. It's weird team because it's not like all their best players other than Aaron Donald. No one was really met, known for being a Ram, other than like I guess Cooper Cup. But like Odell came there, Von Miller's came there, Ramsey came there, McVeigh just kind of got in there with that. Those it's just a, it's just weird. So everyone's just gonna be like, oh whatever, Ram. Well, one, it, I their guess. fan base is LA, like that too. They, they that's sell out factors. their stadium, but it's the other team every time. Yeah, like no one's gonna remember. Yeah, you you bought your team, you got rid of all your picks to win a Super Bowl. Probably one of the most meaningless Super Bowls. Yeah, it feels you, like you want a Super Bowl that your fans don't care about and. Yeah, all the players are rentals. Mm-hmm. So uh, the next team we have, the Broncos versus Titans. Uh, I kind of thought the Broncos were maybe going to piece together a few wins here, but Mike Vrabel just keeps fucking putting together Ws. Same shit, different week. Mike Vrabel just putting together these wins. They're not playing, like, bad teams either. They're just, like, winning these, like, no, one-score games and, you know, kind of around there. They're going to be close when you have, a, like, the style of football that they play. Right. And I have a Russell. They should have beat the I Chiefs have... and... A crazy stat about the Broncos. I love stats. This is nuts. The Broncos, if they scored exactly 18 points in every regular season game, they'd be 8-1. That is so fucking unbelievable. That would be so frustrating, defense player. You're just like, we have our savior, Russell Wilson, and he just can't put up 18 points a game. That's like wild. 18 is not much to ask. At all in the NFL, like you can score eighteen points is all you need, and you have Russell Wilson, and you'd be eight and one. You'd be the best team in the league, damn near. Yeah, crazy. Nathaniel Hackett, he'll be a pretty good quarterback coach somewhere in mm-hmm. probably college next year. But like, I mean, people have said it all year. This defense is insane. Yeah, and that that stat literally just proves every proves it. Yeah, proves it proves it wrong. Uh, proves it right. Then our Chris Collinsworth shouldn't be out loud on TV games a week. I don't know how to do that transition, so I'm just say this. Uh, I'm Chris Collinsworth. I am a uh, pedophile, and uh, um, I'm really bad at my job. Anyway, Chris Collinsworth should be out loud on TV teams a week. Colts versus Raiders. Uh, Jeff Saturday, and then Derek Carr crying. 
if you would have told me that would have fucking happened before this game started, I would have told you you're lying. But I mean, that's just how bad. <laughs> just if you would have told me Derek Carr would have cried, I would not. I would have believed you. I would cry too if fucking <laughs> Jeff Saturday came in after his owner being called a racist and all this shit, and then just being absolutely shit on three, by like he's, everybody. He's he was three and eight in his high school career. Yeah, yeah. They said his last win was or his. Last game he played, he was getting out coached by high school. Yeah, blown coach. out in high school. Then he gives game balls to the whole team, and but he's like victory Monday. <laughs> I will say this: this bad look on the NFL for the re- for this reason. It's that easy to come in and co- be a head coach of the NFL. Yeah, I guess against the Raiders, like if but they like, played any other team, they'd probably fucking lose this game. But like, it just pr- you get it. You if you get, if you're a head coach, just get a good defense coordinator. Get a good offense coordinator and just listen to him. Like it it's like that simple, it feels like. I guess. Mike think about how much experience McDaniels has as being all coordinators and shit and he leaves and it's like crazy that obviously it's I'm not saying it's like super easy, but it's like, oh I've always thought that too. I'm like I'm not like a big football guy by any means. I'm like, what does the offensive coach like the head coach even do? Yeah, I don't know. I, I never got that. Like, you know, Dan Campbell, I feel like he doesn't have his hand in play calling. Like, maybe if they I'm, go for two or if they, you know, you go know, for it on fourth down. It's like down, situational things. It is. It's like all, like, and clock personnel. management. And, like, yeah. Like, I, it's like, what do the coaches actually do? I think they're just supposed to be there to, like, be GMs, like, but for coaches. Literally. Like, the GMs are for the players and then the coaches are – or the head coach is the GM for the coaches. Me, personally – um, obviously I don't love the game of football. My passion isn't to be a head football coach in the NFL, but being like a really good defense coordinator would be the best. Yeah. Like I, I think I was, I was watching that Niners game, Niners Chargers, and they showed that defense coordinator. And I remember seeing him like previous weeks, how he just goes crazy all the time. I go, why wouldn't you just want to do that instead of be a head coach? Yeah. And like, I would want to bring this up earlier, but if it's been perfect now, uh, this guy tweeted out, he goes, Phil Parker should be the mayor of Iowa for uh, winning this much. And our offense this week only put up, they put up under 200 yards total offense. Yeah, like 140. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, Phil Parker needs to be the mayor. I'm like, that's totally fucking true. Like, being a real, like, I mean, when Robert Sala was at the Niners, he had, there was games where he would just be going crazy with, like, his defensive unit. And, like, who would ever trade that for a head coaching job? Yeah, then the offense coordinators are up in the booth, and you just get to watch game party with like your fucking like, it, like coaches. And, and the shit. head coach, you you have to go to the media, you got to talk to the media all the time, you got to handle every when there's a loss, fault, everything's yeah. on you. When like it's just like being just a coordinator would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know, that's just me, but like McDaniel, he tried the head coaching thing, didn't work. Why the hell would you go back? You're and Bill Belichick's. Um, team, just stick with yeah. that for the rest of your life. You make just a good living. Right, his coattails. Really? Uh, then our last... Well, shout out Jeff Saturday winning the fucking... That's awesome. Yeah, I feel really bad and for him because he didn't sign up for all this fucking hate. He yeah, and got think, offered the job and he's like, why wouldn't you want to accept an NFL head coaching job? Why? He's like, why the fuck would I be starting Sam Ellinger when I have Matt Ryan? That's a really good call too, yeah. Like he goes, what the fuck? I heard that's on Ursay though, so then he didn't have to pay him. That could be, but then yeah. Jeff Saturday goes... I'm starting. That's another thing. You've never called plays. You've never done any of this. Start a guy that's like knows what he's doing yeah, yeah. out there, and that was probably part of that reason why Matt Ryan started. It's only why Matt Canada is still at his job after Ben retired. Mm-hmm. Just let Ben fucking yeah. just take care of it. 
Uh, anyway, then my last Chris Collinsworth game of the week, we have Falcons-Panthers. Uh, just your classic midseason Thursday night football, bottom of the basement bowl. Like, that's all that is. I heard Baker's back next week. Yeah, shout out Baker for headbutting all of his fucking teammates <laughs> in the face mask, you psychopath. But, yeah, I guess if that's what it takes to play, then go for it. I heard he's back next week. <laughs> Good for him. Or that ain't gonna last two long. weeks or next week. I don't know if they have buyer with it. <laughs> that's going to be hilarious. I don't know who they play, but we're just going to die again. Uh, here you go. Charger. Um, all right, let's hop into college football. Or actually, shout out the Commanders for beating the undefeated Eagles. Like, there you go. I think I called it last oh, week. Oh, yeah, shit, that happened. Yeah, if you want to rewind the tape of those listening, I think I kind of did call it. But the last thing, you, the last team you want to see when you're undefeated is a Washington whatever team they are that year. So there you go. Carson Wentz lost his job. Good. Well, it's just like Taylor Heineke brings new life to this team. Yeah. We said this before, too. People want to play for Heineke. Well, Fans like, want to root for Heineke. No one wants to root for Carson Wentz. Him celebrating after that Brian Robinson reaching over the goal line. That was electric. And then, and then yeah, when he gets that late hit mm-hmm. at the end of the game, starts fucking going nuts. That's that's what it's all about. He actually has like he actually cares. Like Carson Wentz does not care who he plays for. He just want he just wants to play and be a starter and do whatever. Like Heineke, like loves the loves Washington probably because they gave him a chance and all that. Like he actually like loves it being there. Carson Wentz could care less where he's playing football. Um, so what Jordans do you think he'll get for this win? Because he already got the Oregon Duck fives, so he needs another green pair of Jordans. You can get. Do they have the snake print elevens or? Uh, I'm trying to think like that ke- that that eagle that eagles green. Yeah, like a dark green. Yeah, I don't even know. They have like I think they have like fours like it, but uh, they do those white all white ones. But yeah, it's like a weird green. I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting, but we'll that's a out. cool color scheme to get. No, though. it is for sure. Uh, then yeah, college football, Iowa versus Wisconsin, great fucking win. Uh, we control our destiny pretty much uh, as long as Michigan beats Illinois, and uh, yeah, sure. we're we're right here again. Uh, we were watching this game at Pump House. Shout out the record, but uh, we were saying we're like. Nobody's going to remember how bad Petrus is 10 years down the road. When he we'll, wins. Just, we'll just remember that we went the back-to-back Big Ten championship games. No, like, that would be the craziest thing ever. If we – I don't, I go, Dad, can you imagine Spencer Petrus goes to back-to-back uh, Big Ten West champ? He's back-to-back Big Ten West champs. And he goes, he's probably going to come back again. I go, yeah. I hope he does. Yeah. If, if, I don't care. If he wins, if he goes back-to-back, I don't give a shit. Come back again. I want to do it again. Let's run it back. And I don't give a shit. He'll be allowed at the bars again. Like it'll be so. It'll be so good for his confidence. He's like, you know what? Got this team. Back Granted, enough. we got to beat Minnesota. and We got to beat Nebraska. It's not over yet. Like we still got to do it. But don't let the Hawks get hot. It's looking like it's us or Purdue. It's us or Purdue right now. I think. All right, I'm fine with that. I think because Purdue just beat Illinois. So I guess if we lose. There's a scenario. There's a thing. Um, I'm gonna show you the picture of it. It was on Twitter. It was a. It was all the scenarios that can happen because there's like a. There's five, four or five teams that can win it, and holy shit! Like I didn't read them all, but it's like crazy. I'm gonna see if I can find you. Go to the next one, but can we lose out and still win? Uh <laughs> I didn't look at that, but there's like a lot of shit that can happen. Like if we lose this week and then we lose again, if we lose out, I think there is a chance. There's a chance for anyone to make it in any circumstance. It's that crazy. But, uh, yeah, anyway, I'm going to move on here. 
Week 11, strippers of the week. Sweet cherry pie, yeah. Uh, Alabama climbs to eight with their win over Ole Miss. Uh, yeah, Ole Miss probably should have won this game. Uh, Jackson Dart pretty much got decapitated. Still ended up playing, though. But, uh, yeah, Bryce Bryce Young just such a fucking dog. Like, he he this is, like, the best quarterback by far that I've seen in, like, Alabama lifetime. It's just, like, he's surrounded by such a bad team, or I guess it, Alabama standards bad team that uh, he's just, like, doing it all on his own right now. And, yeah, he's just a fucking monster. Show you after this, after I say. Um, no, it sucks because I want Lane Kiff to win that game so bad. Oh, for sure. Because, like, I don't know. And they're getting closer, but like, I don't know if he's going to leave. I don't know what the whole deal is. I don't know what the whole deal is. People, Brandon Walker thinks he's leaving, but I just wish they would have beat him because it's like Alabama's done anyway, so, like, who gives a shit? Yep. But, no, I mean, Bryce Young is a stud. They're but. talking, though, that Alabama winning this game is really good, though, for Tennessee and Georgia and LSU, like, teams like that, you know, like, where uh-huh. – the better Alabama is, the better, like, that win looks. And then, I don't know, all the other circumstances or whatever. But, yeah, it's, it's like, Alabama won, and it's not the worst thing ever either. Uh, yeah. So, if we, if we, if Iowa loses out, we can't make it. Like, look at this. That's all the Jesus scenarios. Christ. And then, like, those are all the champions that come out of it. That is absolutely insane. And then, like, he, and, like, you can, like, read this after. And it's, like, this is, like, all the scenarios that can get in. Like, it shows each team. There's five teams that can make it to the championship game. Yeah, that is nuts. It, it, with two weeks left. Like, imagine all the scenarios that can happen. There, it's a four, five-way tie. And look. no one wants to probably make it. So, <laughs> yeah. if we don't want to make it, Hawks, let's just lose the next two games. We don't have to worry about no, it. No, let's win. Fuck it. I want to make I'd, it. I'd Fuck rather it. get embarrassed. Fuck no, it. No, I would. I'd rather. I just can't. I would love to see. Uh, Logan hates Iowa. Biggest, like, absolutely hates Iowa. He goes, I'm rooting for Iowa. I want Spencer Peters to make it two in a row so I can yell back at every Iowa fan that ever talks shit about him. Be like, you just made two in a row. I was like, I'm going to, I'm with you. Well, every year. I've never actually, like, shit stomped Spencer Petrus. Every I year, all I want to do is just beat our rivals and win our bowl game. And now that and we're. Make it to the championship game. Well, I mean, now I can say that. Like, <laughs> my entire life, I'm like, oh, fuck it. Big Ten championship. We give a shit. Like, Wisconsin's a powerhouse. But now it's like, all right, well, I'll take that too. But uh, Washington, they jumped, a nine, they jumped nine spots to 15 with a win over number six Oregon game of the year. Uh, whatever you're doing right now, just pause this. Go watch highlights of this game. Fucking crazy. Bo Nix and Michael Penix just throwing the ball all over the fucking field. My old Penix, his, uh, like, arrow celebration is so fucking clean. Uh, yeah, but Bo Nix comes down to the end of the game, gets hurt, and uh, fucking Oregon gets stuffed, game over, and just what a fucking game. This ball is just flying everywhere. Classic, no Big 12 defense doing anything. What is it, 38-37, some shit like that, final score? I don't know. It's 37-34. Yeah, and, yeah, just fucking mayhem whole game. So that that fourth down that they went for, like on in their own like territory, it was on their forty. I was like, if Bo Nix is in the game, I think I thought it was awesome. Fuck it, ballsy. Your it's your first year, first year head coach. Show some nuts. Why the hell not? But like he wasn't in the game, so it's mm-hmm. like everyone knew he was handing that off. It wasn't going to be a read option because Bo Nix, you trust to like make the right read. You might not trust that guy. Granted, he slipped anyways, but I don't know that 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 play. I I thought it was like this is fucking awesome, play to win the game. Because if you don't, you punt it away, tie game, and hope your defense stops them. 
They're just going for the win, which I thought was awesome. That's how you got to do it. Play I mean, to win. Brian Kelly, baby, fucking playing Alabama. Yeah, Shouldn't be in this game anyway. And everyone's saying, oh, that was stupid. But what if he gets it? Yeah, exactly. Like, it, it's exactly. not It's not like it was fourth and, like, long, where it's like, why the hell are you going for it? It was fourth and one. And it's not like they were in field goal range. They still had to get a first down to get into field goal range. They got two first downs. <laughs> you ever see that uh, that uh, Twitter account? It's, like, ESPN analysts versus statistics. And, like, every time, like, a four-down conversion will come up where coaches go for it, ESPN announcers just, like, freak out about it every time, I guess. And this guy is, like, it's, like, a 10-part series on his Twitter about these ESPN people just losing their minds over coaches going for it on fourth down, just freaking out about statistics. They're like, yeah, I get it. The stats tell you to do this, but it's not the smart play. (laughs) No, I, like, it. in looking back, it's not a smart play. Even at the time, you could say, like, this is stupid, just punt it away. But then you punt it away, you're giving it to Washington. It, think about it this way. You're giving it to Washington, like, down there, farther. They get how much time to drive down and kick a game-winning field goal. You don't get this here. They come. To, they drive down a little bit, kick a field goal. You still got a minute left, which is exactly what happened. Well, they got so whatever they wanted like on that. the whole game anyway. Exactly. So you put it like that perspective, like, we're going to give it back to them. They're going to score quicker so we can get the ball back if they score rather than let them just – drive down, and then kick a game winner. Yep. I thought it was a smart play. Bo Nix was ready to go in. You should have threw him in for that play. Uh, but and the day you lost, and now your playoff hopes are done. <laughs> uh, UCF rises at 17 after beating number 17 Tulane. Uh, yeah, it's weird to say, but this is a ranked-on-ranked matchup. UCF versus Tulane. Uh, the game wasn't even sold out. I mean, that's how much them schools really? even care. Yeah, game wasn't even sold out. But uh, UCF quarterback might be the white Lamar Jackson. This guy is so fast. I don't even know his fucking name, but I was watching highlights of this game. I'm like, holy shit, this man. Plumley? I don't, I don't know, but he, he is fast, like yeah, really Plumlee. fast. Yeah, he had 176 yards and two touchdowns running. Yep, yeah. there you go. I didn't, know, I didn't watch this game. There's so many. This was a night game, wasn't it? Uh, no, I think it was like afternoon. Like oh, it might have been, but there was just whatever. so many other games on. Probably playing the same time as Iowa. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but anyway, uh, TCU, they stay at four with their win over Texas. Uh, the only touchdown for Texas was a fucking blocked punt. Um, it's like Quinn Ewers is not playing good like at all this no, year. No, he's not. And Bijan, if they can get him going, this team just fucked. Like, they're like Texas' defense is actually like super underrated. They've been playing like pretty good football games. But uh, yeah, it's uh, fucking Texas. They, I knew. Being a Texas fan going into it, they're going to disappoint shit out of me. But then at the same time, you got to remember, they're going to have a lot more talent next year. And we'll just see what happens next year. But yeah, that's like the game you're favored into. You're favored by what, seven and a half? Yeah, seven. Yeah, like seven at home, it's TCU. Like everybody's calling TCU frauds. Game you have to win. And like their defense held them at 17 points. Like you just, like it's just fucking bad. Yeah, I mean, is. Defense played good, but, like, TCU was one of the worst defenses in the entire country, and they just couldn't do anything. He didn't have a completion in the first quarter. Yeah. He was, like, 0 for 6 or 0 for 8 or something. Then the yep. first quarter is ridiculous. He's played, like, shit. Over, he overthrows everyone. <sighs> yeah. Which fucking comes down like to him. He's young, so he's young, so it'll, like, so the, the whole team's young, like you always said. So Well, it doesn't help, too. He has that fucking mullet haircut. Like, if he was good, that'd be so electric, but now he just looks like a dumbass on the yeah. sideline. TCU, I'm rooting for TCU, though, because Dugan. Dugan, Oh, yeah, which he didn't play that good in this game either. I mean, he made, like, some big plays with his feet, like, get it done at the end of the day. Some big throws, too. Yeah. When they needed to. 
but uh, Iowa guy. So then uh, we have our teams that got kicked out of the fucking poll. But any, I forgot to do the pledges, but I'll look at them. Because the people who are ranked right now, it is so weird. If you pull up the AP poll, it's mm-hmm. fucking... But anyway, Illinois drops out with loss on ranked Purdue. Uh, thanks, Illinois. We really fucking needed that. Yeah. I was I was flipping back and forth with that game and the Iowa game. I think they're playing at the same time. And holy shit, it was awesome. It was like 14-14. And one time I go, Logan, what are the odds? It's 21-14 right now. In the fourth quarter, I flip it. It's 21-14. I go, holy shit, dude. <laughs> we're actually going to win this game. Purdue, as in we. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, but let me read off this AP poll. So let's just start off at 19. We have Kansas State. Then we have Florida State. Then Tulane, Cincinnati, Coastal Carolina, Oklahoma State, and then Oregon State. Oklahoma State, how are they ranked? They're 7-3 right now. They got waxed by Kansas and waxed by Kansas State Mm -hmm. back-to-back weeks. They They put up zero, didn't they? Against K State, yeah, and then Kansas they smoke got smoked by, so that's three losses, and then they beat Iowa State, uh huh, and now they're ranked twenty. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. Iowa State's dog and shit. Ja- I talked to Jack about it, and Jack goes, "Yeah, Spencer Sa- Saunders is supposed to be hurt. He came in the fourth quarter and closed the game out. Yeah, I don't know. He what was just randomly. There. I go, what? Yeah, I was watching, <laughs> like when me and Jack were at Pump House, we were. Like, they have both games on, and Jack's just like, wait, Sanders can play? And I'm like, I don't know. I guess. Like, <laughs> then, then, then he fucking playing comes all game. In. Yeah, I mean, they should have lost that game, too, but they just fucking, like, Iowa State just blew it. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, th- there's no reason they should be ranked. I bet they couldn't find anyone else to be ranked. Because it's new. The 20 through 25 is new every single week. Yeah. They should just throw Iowa in there and see what happens. That's why I said. We're hot. Three in a row. Yeah, and we already got past Purdue and Northwestern, so he can't get it ripped from us. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but anyway, the next game, number 24, Kentucky. They drop out of the AP poll with their loss to fucking Vanderbilt. Uh, yeah, not in baseball, not in the math books, but on the fucking gridiron. Snap and, a 26-game SEC losing streak. Yeah, and Will Levis, fucking bum. Uh, Kentucky, so much hype going into this year. How good they were. How good Will Levis is top pick. What? Yeah, Will Levis. What? That's just terrible. What shit? I forget his fucking uh, stat line, but it's just so pathetic. You can't play at a SEC Division One school and project to be number one pick going into the year and lose to Vanderbilt. He was it's a, a, it's he was a top ten pick, but I mean, some people had him going one. That's fucking insane. Legit. Some people had him going one overall, number one, best quarterback. I got it right here. Yeah, 109 through the. mm -hmm. Go ahead. 109, zero touchdowns, one interception. Yeah. 11 of 23. First of all, um, Vanderbilt hasn't won an SEC game in 26 games. (laughs) Yeah. And you're apparently a top. A lot of people have Mel Kuyper or. Maybe not Mel Kuyper. Someone ESPN has him as the number two quarterback in this draft. It's a you can't lose to Vanderbilt. Wait, uh, one that it says Will Levis only had one pick here. He started off the game with two straight pick sixes. That's what happened in this that, game. That was Pitt. What Pitt Virginia? That's what that was. All right, all right. Yeah, my bad. Then that's funny. Yeah, it the uh, first first two 30, throws. Yeah, first thirty game. seconds of the game. Fucking pick sixes. Dude, yeah, my bad though. Um, but yeah, Vandy, check out these stat lines. Uh, they're 
one of their running backs, 26 attempts, 129 yards, and their other running back, 126 yards and on 11 touches. That's just fucking crazy. And then their their longest runs, uh, their starting running back, 45, then their next one, 59. They just ran all over them. They have a wide receiver that's last name is Skinner. <laughs> Skinner, Skinner Jr. boy. Skinner Jr. That's a fucking awesome name. His last his first name starts with Q. Well, that's his How can name. your last name be Skinner and you get accepted into Vandy? Quincy Skinner Jr. Well, good for him. Uh, then our last one, Arizona versus UCLA. Uh, like, what the fuck? It's fucking Arizona. Like, you'd think UCLA being the number 12 this team. This is what the Pac-12 does. Yeah, the number 12 team ranked in the country. Arizona should not be able to hold these guys jockstrap. And, of course, they just fucking beat them. Like, that's insane. Pac-12 just loves nothing more than to just eat themselves alive when it comes to playoff time. It's fucking disgusting. They do it year in, year out. It's hilarious. Then uh, my Miss McCarron's teams of the week. So, or, I mean, shout-outs of the week. I only had one, but it's this is the only one I need. Drake May, 448 pass yards, 71 rushing yards, and four total touchdowns against Wake Forest. Everybody was taking Wake Forest in this game. He just mm-hmm. told him, fuck you. I'm a true freshman for North Carolina, and I'm going to get whatever I want all over you. He's the best quarterback in the country. No, There's yeah. no denying it. Yeah, the unnecessary roughness people were talking about it. They're like, if you strip his jersey, just strip everybody's he's jerseys, he's by far and away the He's Heisman. a true freshman. And like it's he's so good, and I can't wait till they play NC State because remember what he said earlier in the year? No, I don't. People that go to NC State are just pe- are just people that couldn't get into NC- to North Carolina. That's fucking awesome. He said that at the beginning of the year. No, you love that too. And he's a true freshman saying that. <laughs> Every frat house in America, whenever they play their in-state rivals, they just talk about like how easy it is to get into the rival school right. and shit like that. <laughs> well, it's funny because he's a true freshman. He said this like week two or three. Mm-hmm. So what a badass. I mean, true freshman, he should win the Heisman. It shouldn't even be close. If they end up winning out the rest of the year and then – I see what happens in that cl- against Clemson. Maybe beat them. Even just good, put up good numbers against them. He should win the Heisman. Shouldn't be close. Uh, moving into basketball. I mean, unless he got anything more on college football. Oh, Texas A and M, three and seven. There were out of the bowl eligible. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about how uh, Texas A and M's offense is worse than off than worse than Iowa's now. It has to be. Yeah. No, and think about how many five stars and four stars they got on their team. That's just fucking crazy. Yeah, it goes back to uh, when Ole Miss beat him, like Lane Kiffin. We talked about his little press conference after that. <laughs> Another part of that, he go. They said something about how good he ran the ball. He goes, "Yeah, I mean, two hundred something yards on the ground against a bunch of five stars is pretty good, I'd say." <laughs> yeah. No shit. Yeah, that is fucking perfect. Lane Kiffin just dropped. And the thing is, with this like transfer portal shit, um, I think it, I think Anasir Ruffin said this like. They don't care. They don't care about Tax A and M. They're gonna leave. They only went there for money. Yeah. Like they don't. They didn't buy into the program. They're like I love Tax A and M's program. I want to go there. I want to stay. They're probably just gonna leave. Yeah. I mean, I would. All these five stars. Yeah, I would. Fuck it. I mean, if you're not gonna get the right coaching, yeah. Like, just Jim all you're getting is money. Hey, yeah. I don't know. They're boosters. They're really gonna have to fucking dig deep in their pockets to keep these guys that they got coming. Um. But yeah, basketball. Last five games for Shai Galitas Alexander. Let me read these off quick. 33 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 blocks. 39 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 blocks. 20 points, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals. Uh, 37 points, 5 boards, 8 assists, 3 steals. And then 37, 
four, eight, and two. And he's every single game he's been shooting over fifty percent from the field. Like that's just fucking nah, he's outrageous. Balling. He's playing so got him good. I like literally all I do is the NBA is just look, watch. Yeah, see these uh, guys that go off. That's all I really. That's how I base off the see how the season's going. Yeah, I mean, I like <laughs> I. It's so hard to keep track of NBA right now, just because there's so much shit going on. Yeah, that's like my least of my worries right now. Like November and October, like they're the prime seasons for sports, and like we lose baseball, but then we get fucking college basketball, and it, like it's literally impossible to keep track right. of all these sports right now. But NBA is only fun when playoffs start, anyways. That's when I that's when I pick it up and I become a real fan. And I act like I know what I'm talking about. Exactly. <laughs> and I absolutely have no no clue. I actually no, do. I mean, it's pretty. NBA is the easiest sport to f- not follow and be a genius. Well, it's at. because they're so good at posting like on social media and shit uh-huh. about everything that happens, and you're right. like, oh, this happened. It's like, so easy to like not follow it at all and just still be like, still be able to get in like to debates about like this guy's so much better. It's it's so easy. It's such an easy sport because, I mean, you just pick the best guy and they're you know. Well, I mean, and stats speak so much fucking louder than words. Like in especially in that sport, in NBA, yeah. yeah. It's, then, yeah, I mean, what was Joel Embiid, what was his stat line last two games? He scored 101 points combined in his last two games. Jesus he had like Christ. Fi- I think it was 58 points his last game, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, and like 7 blocks. What the fuck? Here's here's how my Warriors are doing. <laughs> my, my Warriors. Warriors. But 5-8 uh, and eight record, 0-7 on, on the road. Fourteenth uh, in offense, twenty seventh in defense, and twenty fourth in net rating. Yeah, but think about your think about your uh, home record. Yeah, that's a really good point. Five and one, I guess. Um, I did see some about the Warriors. Their starters are like top. Their starting group is like top ten in every offensive category and defense category. What the fuck's wrong with Apparently. their bench? Well, it's all, I, those, it's I all heard, those young guys. I heard they're moving Wiseman, and I heard like the Lakers are super interested in them. Well, I yeah, no, I just that's just what I heard. I just heard that their starters are like really good, and that though all these young guys just can't figure it out. Yeah, I mean that. Which make which sense. makes sense because that's the thing though. Think, look at the Rockets right now, super young team, figuring it out. That's the big that the Warriors benches, though. It's like it's super young team. They got to figure it out. It's like you can't really like knock them. Now this is fucking outrageous. I know it's super early in the year, but here's the Western Conference standings right now. Trailblazers, Nuggets, Chaz, Grizzlies, Suns, Mavs, Clippers, Pelicans. Then here's at the bottom. We have the Warriors and Lakers and your T-Wolves. So Yeah, we suck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This NBA, it's fucking nuts. Well, I, oh, yeah, my Pelicans are in eighth. That's, But, yeah, it's early. No, it's early, exactly. There was another thing I was going to say about NBA. I totally forgot. Darius Garland dropped 50. There was a huge thing about it. Um, all day today, and they lost the Timberwolves. Yeah, Darius uh, Garland dropped fifty, and he like twenty something in the fourth, twenty seven in the fourth. Yeah, and he shot like sixty six percent from three. Ten for fifteen five. from yeah, three. That's just was. fucking outrageous. He's a dog. Yeah, but Karis Lewis better, right, Joe? Uh, I took that back really, <laughs> really. but uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean MLB news. I guess uh, there's a lot of rumors flying around free agency. Like Andrew Rizzo really, just opted really out, care. and now he's uh thinking about going to Strolls, but. Rizzo? Yeah. Oh, shit. I yeah, know he opted out. He'd probably want to get the fuck out of New York, because I don't know why he'd want to play in there. Oh, yeah, and if he goes to Houston, that would be a way better situation than fucking New York. At least you get to beat the Yankees now. And at least you're not 
like the fan base isn't just miserable and hates everything about their lives and themselves and their <laughs> team and everything they do. Yeah. Well, there you go. But anything more? Um, going back to college football, Colorado USC was three to two at the end of the first quarter. Yeah, that ended fifty five to seventeen. Yeah, that's USC football for you. Their defense is so fucking bad, but it's also because USC scores in three seconds every time they score. So, yeah, but yeah that's all I got. I think. But yeah, uh, college basketball coming out every Monday. Um, yeah, but was, if you listen to the college basketball show, you don't need to listen to anything else I have to say. So, um, anyway, thank you for listening. As always, take it easy. This kid is a gamer. He's a follower. He's a blade maker and a shot caller. In case you didn't know, I got T-Bowed. He shattered the mold. And all he does is win. All, all, all he does is win games. Listen. I got T-Bowed. He shattered the mold. And all he does is win. All, 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 he, all he does is unleash. Tell T-Bowed. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. Let him play. On Sunday. Unleash. Tell T-Bowed. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. I'm going to church Sunday. Run pass option. I think that's my game. I guarantee you that. I'm Noah John Elway. He's rewriting the book. Week in and week out. He's a unique football player. That's what Tim Tebow's all about. He's a gamer. He's a baller. Playmaker. Shut trauma. He's a gamer. He's a baller. Playmaker. Shut trauma. Unleash Tim Tebow. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. Let him play. On Sunday. And all he does is win. All, all, all he does is win. One more day. One more win. All, all, all he does is win games.